Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke to start off with. And this is, um, you know, the jokes are kind of like stories. Yeah. That's what this is. So I'm probably going to start doing these instead of just the short ones because I can't find any short ones anymore. Um, So a bus full of ugly people had a head on collision with a truck. When they died, God granted all of them one wish. The first person said, I want to be gorgeous. God snapped his fingers and it happened. The second person said the same thing and God did the same thing. This went on and on throughout the group. God noticed the last man in line laughing hysterically. By the time God got to the last ten people, the last man was laughing and rolling on the ground. When the man's turn came, he laughed and said, I wish they were all ugly again. (laughs) (laughs) That was just mean. (laughs) That's funny, though. (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay, so... I got stories, and I got these from Ranker, I believe, and I did not uh, copy and paste the author, so oops, but um, it's angry employees who dared their their bosses to fire them and got the last laugh. Oh. So, first one is from Redditor, Mr. Sparky17. I'm an electrician. Boss's son said, my clothes are too dirty to wear to work. Told him these clothes were clean when I first wore them to work and told him to buy me new ones or fire me. That was a year ago. I'm still wearing the same PVC glue-stained clothes to work. (laughs) Next one is from Redditor Halosaur, I'm Mm. guessing. Put in my two weeks notice at a wildly understaffed job. Six days later, I got sick. I called around to see if anyone could take my shift. No one is available. I tried to call out that morning. Shitty manager tries to persuade me to come in, even though I'm barfing everywhere. I noncommittally agreed I'll call in later in the day to see if I'm feeling up to coming in anyway. I call back and say I'm still sick and will not be coming in. Manager blows up at me in front of customers being rude as fuck. Eventually, he asks what I expect to do about the shift needing to be covered. I say I have done everything I'm required to, and it sounds like a management problem to me. I hung up and turned off my phone. (laughs) What a dick. Yeah. Nobody should want their employee to come to work if they're sick. Well, especially this sounded, I mean, they didn't say it, but it sounded like a restaurant. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And absolutely fucking not. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one is from KLVR Dissident. I was 17 and working part-time at a fast food restaurant. Someone wrecked the men's bathroom, shit in the urinal, rubbed shit all over the wall. The manager came out and told me to clean it. I refused. She threatened to fire me, to which I laughed in her face and told her, you can clean it yourself or you can lose an employee and still clean it yourself. I don't need this job. Needless to say, I wasn't fired and I didn't clean it up. I still laugh thinking about it. That reminds me of kind of something that I went through. Well, kind of. It wasn't shit or anything. But I worked at a fast food restaurant. And I had 
I had just, um, I had a back surgery when I was 18. So I had just like found out about that. Well, they, the general manager tried to make me go out and shovel the sidewalks, the snow off the the sidewalks. And I was like, and I had just found out that I was making $2 less than like 16 year olds that Mm. were just being hired in. Yeah. I was like, okay, so do I put in my two weeks notice with you or someone else? And yeah, I didn't shovel any fucking snow that day. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Next one is from Swarl Stinson. Told my boss uh, two weeks in advance that I was taking PTO on Monday and Tuesday. She approved it, no problem. I take the days off and went out of town for a school thing. I come back into the office on Wednesday and I'm locked out of my account. I talked to the operations manager, uh, my boss's boss, who was the person who interviewed and hired me to see what was going on. He told me that my boss said I disappeared and didn't contact anyone for two days. I explained it to him that he said no problem. I talked to my boss later in the afternoon and she is furious. Starts saying how I didn't tell anyone that I was taking PTO and thought I just suddenly quit. I don't know what the fuck this bitch is talking about because I told her two weeks ago that I was going to be out those two days and I have emails to prove it. At this point, I was the only person left on my team of four people who were there when I was hired. I was already planning on quitting in the next month and because I had to move for school. This bitch had the audacity to threaten to fire me. I said, if you feel like you need to let me go for your mistake, go ahead. Ended up working there for another seven weeks before leaving on my terms. Even got to use the operations manager as a reference for another job. <laughs> there, I can't stand people like that. Oh, I know. Well, and you know, these are, it's another case where these were voted on. So I'm going from the bottom to the top. So as, as I go, they're going to get worse. Oh, no. Uh, this is from Redditor Resurge11. This is kind of long, so bear with me. Uh, When I was 17, I worked a summer holiday job. I had transferred to my hometown restaurant from my university town restaurant. I was there for five weeks and hadn't been paid yet. Five weeks? Yeah. The dickhead boss claimed it was because I gave him the wrong employee number. I hadn't. Anyway, after five weeks of no pay, I rang him on a New Year's Eve, the busiest night of the summer, which... This has to be Australia, right? Somewhere else. New Year's Eve in the summer. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely across the world. Anyway, I said I wasn't coming into work because I wasn't a volunteer and I wasn't going to work for free. He yeah. told me if I didn't go to work, I may as well not come back as I would be fired. I didn't go to work and had a fun New Year's instead. Then a few days later, I called the Employment Tribunal. Oh, they're in New Zealand. Mm. And told them what had happened. They called my dickhead boss. He then called me, offered me my job back, and a nice and was nice as pie for the rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate motherfucker. Seriously. Next one is from redditor Russell Cook. For the fa- past few years, I worked at one of the nicer restaurants in my small beach town. I'm one of the only servers there who cares about doing a good job, and I'm the only one who doesn't take a smoke break every 15 minutes. This past summer, a new, very illegal rule was implemented that if we messed up an order in any way, we would be liable to pay for that messed up food. 
I usually didn't have a problem with mess-ups, so I didn't bring up the legality of this matter since I make good money and I don't want to start fires in places that don't concern me. That until I rang up a cherry-glazed burger instead of a cherry-glazed steak. Um, I fixed this with the kitchen, but not before they had already started the burger. I told my manager and she gave me a a disappointed look and told me that that rules are rules. I then dived into both federal and state workers' rights codes and told her she would never see me again and if I found any money out of my tips at the end of the night. Never had a problem fixing an order again. Which, that's bullshit. Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. You can't do that. No. Next one is from Redditor, Redditor Splendid Tit. Worked at a cancer nonprofit. Hired a lady who n- knew about us because her kid had cancer. Boss wanted me to fire her because she had come in late, or had to come in late or leave early to take her kid to chemo. I refused. Boss said she'd fire me if I didn't. I told her she could go right ahead. Our CEO said no way. Well, yeah. Yeah, rude. Fuck yourself, asshole. Next one is from redditor More Lamp. wasn't physically at work but it was on the phone day before my mom is feeling bad calling me at work and giving me updates feeling convinced that she needs to go to the ER I tell her to stay put and I will be there soon to take her of course she insisted I stay at work but whatever that's my mom I'm fucking taking her to the ER my mom had a history of bad health and issues and whatnot. I tell my direct manager I'm leaving, and she's like, fine, whatever, make up the hours, it's fine. Next day, my my mom is still not great, but it's fine. I get her meds, and uh, they still need to run other tests, so I decide to stay home with her and take care of her and run errands. I call out leaving a message with our customer service desk, but soon after, I get a call from my manager of a different department asking why I had called out. I tell her I need to take care of my mom. She's like, oh, what's wrong with her? I'm sure she'll be fine at home. Me, I'm like, um, no. I left early yesterday to take her to the ER. She's still weak. She continues to try to convince me that my mom is fine and I need to come in. I give in and tell her all the details. She's unrelenting and finally finished with cherry on top of, quote, I'm sure your mom would rather you have a job to come back to. Um, well, no, bitch, you don't know my mom. You don't know her health. You don't know anything. I'm, I know you're, you're a mom, so it's surprising as hell for you to say that. I hope her children find themselves in that situation (laughs) with a shit manager, and I hope they use the same ideals you're preaching. I answer her with, see, but I can go out and get another job. I can't go out and get another mom. I'm staying home to take care of my mom. She said something about me uh, seeing me the next day in an attempt to end the conversation and say bye. So I say, yeah, we'll see how she's doing. And hung up. I felt great because I'm normally a pushover, but not when it comes to my mom. <laughs> next one is from Logistic Logistics Bitches. <laughs> Nobody so far has given an example of when they did it and got fired, so I will. But some details are changed for privacy. I worked at a terrible retail boutique in college, worked my way up to management. Their pay policies were illegal, and the idiot director, district director, 
they hired staffed terribly. I worked open to close by myself multiple times. I finally locked up in the middle of the day to go take a break once, got caught, told if I ever did I, again, I'd be fired. So I said, stop staffing so shitty. They did it again. I locked up again, called, and a customer called corporate. I was fired. The last laugh was on them because I threatened to sue them for violating employment law. Uh, sure did class action, multiple million dollar settlement, getting back lost wages for 1,000 plus employees across multiple states, plus unemployment for myself. Next one is from Redditor, Sardorium. Worked a job where I was the only one who knows how, this is the one I've liked. Um, worked a job where I was the only one who knows how to take apart, clean and fix all of the equipment back put it back together and do the weekly and monthly maintenance. Had a boss tell me one day that I was doing a poor job and not doing enough and that anyone could do it. If I didn't step up, I would be fired or else they had had manuals for each piece of equipment. So that night I took apart all the equipment, weekly and monthly stuff too, cleaned them, and then just left it apart for them to figure it out that morning. <laughs> I then turned off my phone after getting home for the entire day as it was my day off. <laughs> when I turned it back on the next day, I saw that I had initially received angry texts ordering me to return and put everything back together. This lasted for about an hour. Then text saying I risked being fired. Then text begging me to return. <laughs> then more text trying to compromise with OT. Then an apology before nothing else for the rest of the day other than the head boss wanted me to wanted to see me as soon as I came in the next day. I came in the next day and over half of the stuff was still not put together and what had been put together was not put was put together haphazardly and would need to be taken out again and put back together correctly. I was immediately asked to be seen by my boss and their boss to explain myself the moment I was seen entering. Once in the office, I told them that they weren't there to... I told them that if they weren't there to apologize, then just fire me then and there, or drop it and let me put all the stuff back together. They looked at each other and then told me that I could get back to work. Boss never called me lazy again. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I know, I love it. Next one is from Extania. Not me, but my dad. He was delivering catering to an office one day, and the receptionist obviously fucked up. She was yelling at him in front of her bosses, saying that he was too late, he had, he was, he had proof he was on time, and that the order was wrong when it wasn't. She was making such a big issue of it, and then said she was going to report him to his manager and get him fired. So my dad said, see if I care, and gave her the number. She called, and my dad picked up because he's not the manager, not only the manager, but the owner. <laughs> Everyone in that room was laughing at her. <laughs> That's funny. I know. <laughs> Next one is from Monkey Tron. A manager threatened to fire me because I wouldn't make some system changes that would have led the company very open for a cyber strike. I had recorded the phone call between the manager and I where I explained the risk and that we needed someone more senior to sign off on that risk before I would make the change. He swore at me and told me to just fucking do it, which, which was all captured on the recording. He didn't know I was recording. Mm. 
At the HR meeting there, where he was going to effectively fire me, I insisted on bringing representation, and at the time the policy said I could bring whoever I wanted, so I chose his boss. Aww. This meeting started, the manager cites insubordination, etc., and I just sit there. When they eventually said, we are going to give you formal notice, I just asked, are you sure? He replied, yes. My representative, his boss, at this point had said nothing. It was at this point I played the recording. I was asked to leave the room. I was called back 15 minutes later, apologized to, given a pay raise, and informed that the manager will no longer be working on this client site or any site we've supported. <laughs> I love it. Love it when assholes get theirs. Oh my theirs. god, I know it's the best. So awesome. Okay, so this is my last one. This is from Redditor, a uh, deleted Redditor. Over the first year I worked there, I essentially took over most of the tasks in my department, which were previously held by another department, and was done badly because of it. This led to a massive increase of productivity. I then found out I was paid significantly less than what others were making and others in my position across the industry were making. So I go to my boss and tell them I had done all this work increasing productivity and would like to discuss a raise. They said no. So I worked there for another year, asking for a raise every now and again until I was offered a job that paid double. It didn't start for a couple of months, so I held on to that job until I was set to submit my two weeks. I asked for a raise again, thinking, what the hell not? My boss goes off, tells me I won't get a raise, and says some very colorful things about it. It culminated with her telling me, if you don't like your pay, maybe you should evaluate your future at this company. To which I replied, already have. I took another job, and this, is our, this was your last chance to offer me what I deserve. I quit, and I walked out of the office. Friends told me that my sudden, depart- sudden departure caused a massive backup of work that ended with my manager being fired for it. Aww. <laughs> and those were mine. Do not feel bad oh, at all. No. They, they bring it upon themselves. So many people with like shitty lives, they just don't realize. Yeah, exactly. They bring it upon themselves. Yeah, they sure do. They need some Buddha in their life or something. Something. All right. So this week is the second half of my doctors and nurses spooky stories. Hold on. I need to zoom this out so I can see it. (laughs) Because I'm old and blind. Okay. Okay. My mom used to work as a night nurse in the burn unit at a hospital in Dallas, Texas. She told me that people would always talk about how the burn unit was apparently haunted. She wasn't really sure whether or not to believe this until a little girl came into the unit with horrific burns. The little girl did not always have parents stay the night with her, so my mom would try to check up on her pretty often when she worked. One night, my mom asked the girl if she ever got scared at night. The little girl responded, No, I don't get scared because an old woman comes to read to me every single night and sits beside my bed while I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. This shocked my mom because there was no older women working in the burn unit at night. And she would usually be the only person on duty during those times. 
It isn't that scary, but she always recalls it being one of the craziest things that has ever happened as a healthcare worker. Holy shit, that is crazy. How can you not believe her? Yeah, she's not... Why would she doesn't she... have any reason to make that yeah. up. Yeah. You have to... I mean, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. If you use two fingers and go up and down, it'll just scroll. That's cool. I know. Okay. My 12-year-old daughter told me that. <laughs> Okay. Student nurse here. I once had a patient say, don't you ever feel the chill whenever you're on the computer? Don't worry. It's just a nurse who worked here a long time ago. She doesn't understand your technology, so she's trying to learn. Ew. Was that it? I always feel oh. someone is looking over my shoulder when I'm on the computer, so this freaked me out. Oh my gosh. That's crazy, though. One day, a patient had to go to the x-ray, which he was taken to in a wheelchair. About five minutes later, the notification from the patient's room went off, and me and my favorite work buddy went to the room. As we stepped in, we saw that the room was empty and the windows were closed. Even the bed was missing, in which the patient did not go to the x-ray. Ooh! We both told a fully examined nurse... What? I don't know. (laughs) That's I think that's a typo. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Anyway, and even she had no idea where the bed went. At the end, we had to fill the room with another bed. I'm still a nursing student, but this was the most paranormal thing I witnessed so far. Where the fuck did the bed go? I don't know. That's weird. That's super weird. <laughs> I'm a labor and delivery slash nursery nurse. Oh. We have a button to push after a delivery to play a lullaby over the PA system announcing a birth through the hospital. One night, no one was even in the same room as the button and the lullaby started playing. It did that twice, then we unplugged the entire thing. It still went off once more that night and again a few days later despite being entirely disconnected. That was a few years ago and no one ever heard it do that before or since. Weird. See, that... that makes me wonder if it was just a glitch yeah the things that happen one time and then never happen yeah. again really i mean it's, it's probably weird. some electrical yeah thing i'm a medical student back when i was doing internship at an obstetrics hospital i usually ended my night shift at around 2 a.m as i walked back to my quarter i would occasionally see a baby girl probably five to seven years old running and playing in the hall When I brought this up with one of my professors, he just told me to turn a blind eye. According to him, they were just playing and would do no harm if you pretended not to see them. Creepy. And who's they? I know. I wouldn't want to know. No. (laughs) When I was a nursing student up on an ICU floor, I was hanging antibiotics in my patient's room when I heard an audible hey. I turned around and there was no one else in the room. Mind you, my patient was intubated. Did I say that right? I think so. And sedated, so there's no possible way it was them. It was a woman's voice as well, so I thought it was my preceptor. Sounds like doctor talk to me. Mm. (laughs) I go back out to the nurse's station and ask my preceptor if that was her in the room trying to catch my attention. She told me no, and I've never seen someone's eyes get so big. Apparently, the room I was in has had the most paranormal sight. 
<laughs> paranormal sightings and activity out of all the rooms on the unit. Sightings as in shadows sitting in the corner of the room. This sucks. <laughs> um, apparently the room I was in has had the most paranormal sightings and activity out of all the rooms on the unit. Sightings as in shadows sitting in the corner of the room, voices being heard, and curtains being flung violently across the railings. Mm. No one ever told me about this room prior to my preceptorship, so it just added to everyone's beliefs it was haunted as fuck. Creepy. Oh, I can't handle haunted hospitals. Oh, they're all haunted. I know. <laughs> Gosh. I know somebody who is a nurse. She told me a story about how this woman was unconscious when she came into the hospital. And when she woke up, she was hysterical and cried nonstop, just begging to be taken outside. So eventually they did. When she was outside, she calmed down and said she has the abil- ability to see the dead. And they knew she could see her. So they surrounded her bed, all shouting for her help. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's horrible. That's creepy. And that sounds... I th- sounds like a story you've done before it does doesn't it yeah i think it was only one person though the first time i don't remember a bunch of ghosts mm. surrounding the bed that's creepy that would be horrible yeah my mom works in a hospital during hurricane maria the building suffered a lot of damage and administration chose to close a whole floor instead of fixing it it used to be the pediatrics floor When people go up there, they can clearly hear babies crying, even though the floor is completely abandoned and the floor below is for adult patients only. It has been caught on video. Oh, creepy. Oh, my gosh. And that's another thing. Like, why crying babies? Is that just residual? It has to be just residual. Because I hope it's not, like, dead babies. Yeah, no. It's got to be residual. That's so crazy. What the fuck? why there why there why crying babies why you know like yeah it's so weird alone in the break room i would feel the room get cold and then the back of my hair would be ruffled (gasps) that's all no oh my god no i would quit (laughs) there's no way are in here i was cleaning up a dead body at work when the head of the hospital bed started moving up on its own i was alone and i'm not fat enough for my belly to be hitting the buttons which i've seen happen (laughs) so i'm still not sure what caused it to happen Uh, again electrical you just never know yeah my mom used to work in home care not exactly a nurse one day she was at a man's house feeding him his supper She cleaned up, made sure the man was set up, and said goodbye before leaving. He seemed perfectly normal to her. As she walked down the front driveway to her car, she got a weird feeling. She kept walking until a random huge gust of wind stopped her in her tracks. She tells me she heard someone telling her to go back. She turned back and went inside to find that the man had passed. If she had left, he probably wouldn't have been found for a couple of days. Oh my gosh. That's sad. It is sad. We had a little boy come by ambulance and he was a toddler. His parents had put him to bed and he was with a cold. 
Nothing serious, but developed tragically into more, and he started coming in and out of consciousness. We had to do a rapid intubation, and he ended up passing away a few days later. Before Mom and Dad made it to the hospital, he kept talking about his baby sister, Hannah. Not soon after, we had to life-saving measures. (laughs) I was distraught because I had a son similar in age and a daughter named Hannah. Oh. Fast forward approximately two years later, family comes in with a sick infant. They remembered me. I did once. I recalled their story. And I was their provider again. There's da- their daughter's name was Hannah. It startled me, and I recalled with clarity the boy speaking of his sister, whom I assumed was alive and at home. Nope, she wasn't even conceived yet. Oh my gosh. Baby, thankfully, went home with parents and doing well, but I'll never forget that. Little boy and his baby sister, Hannah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That... I can't even imagine having a a toddler and then... Mm, no, 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 no. No. We were on a night shift, standing, sitting around the nurse's station and talking about weird things that had happened. One of the HCAs was a, was in a side room and the lights flickered on and off twice. Call bells going off when there was no one about to press them. Hearing a cough when there was no one there, etc. As we were talking, there was a pause in the conversation, and very clearly we heard typing from the keyboard at the doctor's desk, which was just around the corner from us. I stepped around the corner to see who it was, as usually the doctors would check in with us before sitting down, just to say hello and to see if there were any jobs needing done. So I looked around the corner after hearing the the keys being tapped as if someone was typing, only to see no one was there was very freaky and we had to change the convo as we all felt too uncomfortable after that (laughs) we've actually had a room sprinkled with holy water several times by our pastoral care due care due to the amount of deaths we've had in the same room (gasps) holy shit that's crazy and this is my last one okay there is probably some medical explanation for this, but still the weirdest thing I've seen as a nurse so far. We had a very robust, confused old lady on our floor. Her room was in front of the nurse's station so we could keep an eye on her, and had one of our nurse's aides as a sitter, too. She was always fighting, kicking, trying to get out of bed, very restless and agitated, as some patients I've had before can get before death. One day, we were called into the room as her heart rate was going down, and she lay still with her eyes open. It was 30, 20, then flatlined. We checked for a pulse and did not find any. She was a DNR, so we did not attempt resuscitation. We closed her eyes, prepared to get the body bag, and call the family. The sitter remains in there to start getting the body ready. Less than 10 minutes later, she calls us back in. The old lady is at it again, hitting, kicking, trying to get out of the bed. She came back to life. Oh my gosh. Honestly, we found the situation hilarious, and I still have never seen any patient come back like that on their own. I think she made it out of the hospital, too. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is insane. Mm. Crazy. I think our bodies are such a mystery. They are. I mean, we know a lot about them, but... Not nearly... No. 
the whole story. No. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Just everything working together and the way we we're miracles yeah honestly yeah the way i mean we're it's crazy how our bodies work it really is so i really am not sure what i did this week i think it's just creepy experiences but i didn't copy and paste anything so i'm not sure (laughs) but i remember reading all of them and choosing the best ones so Mm, i think they're just creepy stories my first one I was at my uncle's house in some, in some countryside with my sister, and we were playing hide-and-seek. My uncle went out to buy some food for us. I was hiding downstairs in this weird closet, closet attic thing I found. I heard a little banging noise and got a little spooked. I then chalked it up to a little rat or something and continued to hide. I then heard a snore and a groan. I immediately got out and ran to my sister. We both sat at the door together, crying, until my uncle got home. My uncle just laughed it off, and we were relieved. A decade later, an old man's dead body was found when my uncle tried to sell the house. It was revealed that he was squatting there for almost a decade, and he had written in a notebook notebook how he was going to kill my uncle (gasps) and keep the home for himself. And I think that would have happened if he didn't die. Oh my gosh. Next one, I lived in this townhouse, and one day we woke up to letters carved into the hall closet door. I got blamed for it, being the only kid who could reach, and thought there was a ghost for the longest time. Mm. Next one, I lived next door to Ward Weaver in Oregon City during the time he killed two teen girls. During this time, these girls went... During the time these girls went missing i began to notice the smell of something rotten important note right up the road from us is a chicken processing plant i was well aware of what rotting chicken smells like this wasn't chicken naturally with everything occurring and them not having found the girls i called the cops and reported the smell they told me it was the plant down the road and hung up two weeks later ward weaver is arrested and they find a concrete slab Underneath that slab are two oil drum barrels. The girls were found inside. The smell I experienced was rotting human flesh. I will never forget that smell. They tried to warn him. Yep. Next one, a friend of mine had recurring vivid hauntings growing up. He would often get the feeling of of a cold, clawed hand grabbing his legs while sleeping. Wake up from a nightmare with scratches all over his body. See a well-dressed lady wandering around his house. He moved around a lot growing up, and after each move, he would have a few months of relief before the lady returned and the hauntings would continue. He left for college, and the hauntings stopped. Fast forward a few years, and he went to visit his sister in a totally different part of the country. As he stepped foot in the house, he instantly felt a cold come over him. He froze, looked at his sister, and asked, She's here, isn't she? His sister nodded. She said her daughters had been experiencing the same things he had when he was younger. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. Next one, I was heading home from my mom's when I was at a light next to a gas station when the person next to me told me there was something wrong with my tire. I pulled into the gas station, and when I saw the person followed me in, I felt something was off, so I didn't get out. Instead, I called my mom on my cell phone, and when the dad... 
And when the guy pulled up, pulled next, pulled up next to me, I gave him a thumbs up through the windshield. I then drove back to my mom's, which I had just left from and was only a few minutes away. I get there, get out. We look at my tires, and they're just fine. Mm. Got to be careful. Yes. I have a feeling that was a female. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Next one, we had snow unexpectedly a week ago. Went to bed like usual with my husband's alarm set a few minutes early so he could account for the ice. I woke up and noticed shoe prints on our deck facing the, the sounding door to our bedroom. We're currently remodeling, so there's no curtain or anything there. Yeah. Apparently, someone just watched us sleep for a bit. Yeah. The slider and French doors on the same deck were both unlocked. But we have two dogs that didn't even bark. So I'm not sure if they didn't try to get in or if they didn't have the guts to do it. Or maybe they just wanted to watch them sleep. Yeah. That's even creepier. I'm surprised the dogs didn't do anything, even with them just standing there. Well, you know, several times I will be in the bedroom and the dogs will both be laying on the bed with me. And I will hear Aaron coming in across the house and they won't they won't budge well no because they they still freak out if they hear the door anything rattle or like anything you know they're like but sometimes i just don't i don't know if they don't hear it or if they're because they're asleep most of the time when they like maybe if they're like us and they don't fully wake up you know what i mean like if they don't hear it or yeah but i've heard it i'm sitting there awake and they're asleep and i will hear it and they won't they won't move if they're not asleep and he comes in does he bark at them oh yeah they'll they'll like freak out and like run to the door because mm. they don't know they don't know what's going on you know they just hear someone yeah. at the door and if they're awake they'll run out in the hallway and like you know go to the back door and see what's well going on. i can be leia it's like leia knows exactly who's coming in because hmm. she well, will not bark but you guys don't really waver from a routine do you well yeah i mean mostly no but like on a weekend or something if i leave yeah and i come home she doesn't bark hmm. i don't know and she'll be standing there waiting for me when i open the door Maybe she smells you or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But that, I mean, because, again, if they're awake and he comes in, they'll be like, you know, ears up. They'll be mm -hmm. like, what's that noise? And then they'll go out and see what's going on. They won't bark or anything until, because they, they don't know what's going on until he comes in. Mm. Then they'll, you know, they, they relax. and. But, yeah, they've been asleep before. And I've heard him start to you know unlock the door or whatever and and they won't move huh. i don't know anyway next one <sighs> my friend used to sleep with his window open one day he woke up to a man staring at him from his window yeah he quickly ran away once he realized he had woken up never slept with the window open again uh i can't no i hear so many stories like even if it's really nice like spring when or you fall, want to i can't yeah no i cannot do it absolutely not no that's creepy the only reason i started to is because we fenced in the backyard 
so it's harder to for people to get in. I still wouldn't be able but, to. But yeah, still, I mean, I just can't me do it. Next one, my neighbor had a guy run up on their porch breathing hard around 11 at night. He was saying, let me use your phone over and over. We live out in the middle of nowhere, and he wasn't in a car. Mm-hmm. Kind of creepy. Yeah, no. I'll be like, I'll call the police for yeah, you. Yeah, you stay right there. I'm just going to lock this door. Or I might just open the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do that. apparently I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just don't think and you just react. <sighs> anyway. This happened about three years ago or so. I was sitting in the kitchen and it was around 10 p.m. I heard a really loud thump in the basement. I live alone with two dogs, so any sound is somewhat frightening to me. So I'm walking down the stairs to the basement. I hear the thumping again in an oddly rhythmic pattern. I creak open the door into the basement bedroom. I see my dog is just ramming his head and body into the wall over and over. Oh my gosh. I can't explain to you how shockingly unnatural looking this is. Um, I can imagine. (laughs) It looked like he was being controlled or something. I called him over and he stopped and came upstairs with me. Three hours later, I hear the thumping again. I get out of bed again. However, when I went down to check, it was my other dog that was ramming his head into the wall. Oh my god! It was like he was possessed, scared the shit out of me. Since then, nothing like that has happened, but what an unbelievable event. That is so weird. I know! I don't know what I would do if I saw I know, that. like, again, and like, they perfectly describe that shockingly unnatural yeah that is fucking crazy oh my gosh crazy i got chills okay next uh this is my last one from ranker happened not too long ago my dad has this habit that when he comes home he likes to scare me by pulling my toes it's annoying but whatever One night, I was half asleep and didn't feel him open the door or come up the stairs, but I still felt a hard yank, and so I did my usual and told him to go to sleep. But when I look up, I see no one is standing there. (laughs) I freak the fuck out, open my door, ask my brother if my dad is here, and he tells me, no, he still hasn't gotten home. That's one sleepless night I'll definitely remember. Oh my gosh. My light would be on. Oh my, my TV gosh. would be Forever. on. <laughs> yeah. Probably the lights out here would be on. Okay, my next few are the same thing, except um, I got them from Thought Catalog. Nine years ago, I was playing music in this old studio. I was given the keys and told I could stay as long as I wanted. I regularly used, used to crash on the couch and play throughout the night. I had the only key... One morning, I woke up with a photo of me asleep on the couch saved to my camera roll. Mm. Creepy. Hate those stories. I know. That was from Smelly Chef 65. Oh, that's not good. No. Next one, when I was eight years old, my parents took me on a tour of one of the oldest homes in St. Augustine, Florida. When we got to the bedroom upstairs, the tour guide told me the little girl who died in this room was about your age, and she likes to come out and play. Um. Okay, I thought. I went over to the window and felt the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I turned and saw a little girl with long blonde hair 
and a long white nightgown on. I was paralyzed. My mom came back for me, and it snapped me out of a trance I was in, and I begged to leave. The color had apparently drained from my face. We rushed downstairs, and the tour guide feverishly apologized for scaring me. When the tour guide's description of the little girl matched mine, we pieced the fuck out of there. <laughs> that was from Jackie H four zero two L E five five two six. Alrighty. <laughs> Next one. When I was twelve, my parents separated, and my dad moved into an apartment. A few weeks after he moved in, I slept in the living room of his apartment one night. I couldn't sleep that well, and I saw something walking by the living room door. It was made out of glass, so you could see through it clearly. I was curious and peeked through the door, and a few minutes later, I saw some woman-like thing scratching the wall with her nails. Suddenly, she looked at me and ran toward me. <laughs> I locked the door and never slept there again. Oh, my god! My dad moved out of there three months later, but wouldn't say why. Mm, but I know why. That was from the Queer View. Next one, I went to New Orleans for a trip with my friends during my first year of college. One afternoon, I wasn't feeling well, so I went to the room I shared with my friend C, locked the door, and took a nap. I was awoken up twice by C, pulling on my sweatshirt, trying to get me out of bed. Both times, I said, I really don't feel well, just let me sleep, without turning over. The third time, being thoroughly frustrated, I threw the covers off and exclaimed, fine, I'm getting up, and turned uh, to an empty room. The door was still locked. C was downstairs with the rest of our friends. I was alone. Needless to say, I didn't try and sleep alone the rest of the trip. That was from J48CA4D77C. I hate these names. (laughs) Next one, one time after I was one time after I had moved into a townhouse, I was walking up the stairs when all of a sudden I saw a white dog run down and it felt like it ran through me, but I didn't have a dog. My mind blacked out and my mom said she heard my scream. At the same exact exact moment her TV and fan turned off in her room. We called the owners of the townhouse, and they told us they had a white lab that had died the year before. So I definitely saw the ghost of a dog I didn't even know about. Wow. That was from Mesa Bella C., I think. Next one. When my little brother was four or five, he used to get really scared walking upstairs alone. We never really knew why. One evening, I was the one who volunteered to take him upstairs, and about three-quarters of the way up, he shouted, Stop! It was so abrupt, and he looked so scared. He said, We have to wait for the lady to let us pass. I was immediately shaken. After a few moments, he turned to me and smiled and said, She let us pass. She likes you. At this point, my heart was in my ass. I told my mother about it the next morning, and she turned white. She told me that the house we bought was really cheap because the woman in her 60s had hanged herself on the banisters over those stairs. Oh, my God! It's safe to say I've never walked up those stairs on my own at night ever again. Oh, no. That was from Hidden Penguin 51. Oh. And my last one. In 2014, we had our daughter, Addison, who would babble at night a lot. 
As her words got better, I realized she was legitimately having a conversation with someone. Over time, when I was tucking her in, she would talk about her dark friend that came to visit her. Around this time, I learned from a neighbor that the woman who owned the house before us was a sweet old lady who passed away from cancer. Her name was Marcia. My ex never believed Addison until one day he finally just asked her if her dark friend had a name. Without hesitation, she said, Marcia. I thought he was going to hit the floor. I looked out Marcia's obituary and showed it to Addison without any prompting. Addison identified her immediately. Eventually, we left that house. Two weeks ago, I was walking by my daughter's room and heard her talking. I popped my head in, and she slowly turned to me, smiled, and said, Mom, Marcia found me. Oh, my God. Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> Ooh. That was from Golden Matcha 65. Oh. Those were mine for the week. I did not like that one. I know. That's why I saved it for the last. <laughs> the last two were my favorites. The one with the stairs and the kid. Uh, oh, they're both kids. And yes. it's so creepy. Well, it's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. <laughs> I have not read these, so. Oh, okay. Once in Virginia, said a speaker who had received an introduction that promised more than he felt he could deliver, I passed a small church displaying a large sign. It read, Annual Strawberry Festival, and below in small letters, on account of the depression, prunes will be served. Oh! (laughs) Oh, that's so Yeah, that is sad. (laughs) Nobody wants prunes. Oh my gosh. The best advice I ever received came to me from my ensign when I was a wave at boot camp. What? Is this military talk? It must be. Okay, you've done a lot of doctor talk and military talk. I know. I don't understand that. I don't either. (laughs) Anyway, she told me to stay out of trouble, say yes sir all day, and no sir all night. Oh. (laughs) A friend and I were hitchhiking, but no one would stop. Maybe it's our long hair, I joked. With that, my friend scrawled on a piece of cardboard, going to the barbers. Within seconds, we had our ride. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, hitchhiking. Okay. Oh. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, because if they thought... Oh my gosh, I'm just not even going to... Okay, go ahead. Next one. I I was confused because I was thinking hiking instead of hitchhiking. I immediately thought hitchhiking, but if they thought they were women or something, they would stop. Maybe they knew they were guys just with long hair. I don't know. Maybe you should read them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... A male friend of mine, an engineer at an aircraft company, works for a woman supervisor. An active member of women's lib groups, she often shows up at work wearing buttons featuring feminist slogans. One day, her latest button, Adam was a rough draft, proved too much for my friend. The next day, he showed up at work sporting his own button. Eve was no prime rib. Oh. (laughs) 
The teacher in one of our local grade schools was showing a copy of the Declaration of Independence to her pupils. It passed from desk to desk and finally to Luigi, a first-generation American. The boy studied the document reverently. Then, before passing it on, he gravely added his own signature. <laughs> That's cute. On the way back from a Cub Scouts meeting, my grandson asked my son the question, Dad, I know that babies come from mommies, tummies, but how do they get there in the first place? He asked innocently. After my son hem and hawed for a while, my grandson finally spoke up in disgust. You don't have to make something up, Dad. It's okay if you don't know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Driving with my two young boys to a funeral, I tried to prepare them by talking about burial and what we believe happens after death. The boys behaved well during the service, but at the gravesite, I discovered my explanations weren't as thorough as I'd thought. In a loud voice, my four-year-old asked, Mom, yes, I whispered, what's in the box? <laughs> That's horrible. Aww. Yeah, you just, sometimes you just gotta tell them the truth. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. A family was celebrating their daughter's fifth birthday at a local restaurant when the little girl's father noticed her looking, sadly, at a moose head on the wall. Someone had placed a party hat on its head. Her father knelt beside her and explained why some people hunt animals. I know all that, the child sobbed, but why did they have to shoot him at his birthday party? (laughs) That's terrible! (laughs) Yeah, don't put decorations on dead animals. God, it's horrible. I hate taxidermy. That is like, if one of those things ever touched me, I would literally die. I hate. I I don't like them, but I mean, I don't know why. It's such an irrational fear. They freak me out. It's a. It's dead thing. It's they're dead. And then they put a party hat on it. (laughs) No, I hate it. It's horrible. On the last night of our childbirth classes, our teacher took us to see the maternity center. We were gathered by the door when a woman clearly in labor and her nervous husband came rushing in. When he saw our group of pregnant women, he panicked. Oh my God, look at the size of that line. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. It's like women waiting for the restaurant. Oh, gosh. I know. (laughs) And this is my last one. We had just finished listening to an old Simon and Garfunkel tune when my young daughter asked, Well, did he? Did he what? I asked back. Did Parsley save Rosemary in time? I don't get it. Which song are they talking about? I don't know. I I bet when we hear that song, we'll laugh really hard. Uh, Yeah. I think it's I think it's even before our generation. Did Parsley save Rosemary in time? I bet we know what it is. Oh, I'm sure. People are probably screaming at us (laughs) right now. (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be funny, so there you go. That was funny. Yay! (laughs) Oh All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. 
send in your stories. We want them. We seriously, seriously please, want them. Please, please, people. And like, ser- I was thinking the other day, even if it's bad, I'll read it. Yes. We'll laugh. We'll, we'll, we'll laugh together. I was also thinking if someone didn't speak English well and they wanted to write us in. Why do I say it all the time like that? Write into us. We could use Google Translate. Mm-hmm. And even read that and it might be funny because you know it's not going to be right <laughs> but they can email us back and tell us how accurate it was or they could be like um hell no that wasn't it at all actually that would be great yeah so send in anything we will take it even if it's in a language we don't speak i'll use google translate and we'll figure it out so email us ghoulsnight.podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook you can uh, recommend us on there and join the group. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. That will help with numbers. And we need some stories. We need to get those stories, like I was saying. You're, you're left with glitch poop stories <laughs> if you don't write in, because that's my stories. Or stories that make absolutely no sense That's at all. right. That's right. So please <laughs> write in. Podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week later bye testing testing hello should i sing a song sure go ahead that is disgusting look at that look at it ew what the actual i've got stuff on too it is this must be my old one i bet it fell on <laughs> <laughs> gross i hate it when you're sitting here talking into it and you feel little hairs on you i know like so nasty i tell you uh, for tiran's birthday i got her a nail set like so she could do her own nails yeah so it had like the powder and the it had all kinds of stuff like yeah the diamonds and the glitter and powder and all the stuff to do her nails and i was reading I got it on Amazon. And I think it was a company in China, I want to say. And you know what their slogan was? What? There are no ugly girls, just lazy girls. Oh, my God. Are you uh, fucking kidding me? I know. I was like, are you serious? Fuck off. <laughs> and I still bought it. <laughs> How dumb am I? There are no ugly girls, just lazy girls. <laughs> I was like, do you think that's a selling point? That's why I'm thinking it was like way foreign and Oh yeah. Hopefully they been. just didn't realize how insulting they... that is. I don't want to be a Karen, but if someone forces it on me <laughs> There are no ugly girls, just lazy girls. I'll probably put that in the beginning. I boosted her episode. Oh, did you? I did, yeah. That just, was a good one, I thought. Okay, good, because I wasn't sure. I was just like, fuck it. Just I it. was wondering, because I I was on Facebook, and I saw our thing, our episode or whatever on there, mm-hmm. and it said 297 people had seen it, and I was like... Yeah, I went in. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> I went in and boosted it. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, hopefully get some people to write in because that's why i kept thinking that's what happened because last week i talked about glitch poop (laughs) that's what people get when they don't 
right in. They have to listen to my stories, and that's what my stories are. Fucking glitch poop. Hey. It was funny. I was very confused, though. I'm like, how did you know it was poop? It looked like... <laughs> what if it was a, just two a, sticks? A log- it wasn't a... Definitely not a stick. It was like round and short. It was like a long. Was it? What was that? Uh, South Park um, poop. Mr. Hanky. Yes, <laughs> it was Mr. Hanky got run over. Oh no! <laughs> that yeah, because his head might have been cut off because there was a little ball. <laughs> right next to it. <laughs> there was two of them though. Poor Mr. Hanky and Aww. his brother. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, it could have been his girlfriend. They were probably walking down the street, like, holding hands and stuff, and then got run over. I hope. Well, if that's the case, then someone got thrown way down the road because there was a... Probably stuck to the tire. (laughs) (laughs) That's really gross. Yeah. They weren't run over, though, at all. You could tell... It was so weird. It was Glitch so weird. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because I had another story that I don't even remember now, but I was like, man, I can't, I can't do it two weeks in a row. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Red Handed? No a podcast it's these two english girls Uh and they mainly do true crime but they'll throw in like ghost stuff and whatever so kind of like the opposite of us kind of yeah um but it's pretty good Mm. their voices are really soothing a girl from work suggested it to me and i started listening listening to it i could try but i can't I don't, I don't, I'm so, <laughs> I don't want to say racist because I'm not, but I can't listen to accents. If it's on TV and I'm watching them talk, I can listen to it all day. They're really easy to understand. Maybe Their, that, a, maybe their accent isn't like really, I mean, it's obviously an English accent, yeah. but it's not like. Overly. Yeah. You can understand what they're saying, but the very first episode, at least what I could get on mine. They they turned it into a mini-sode because they, I guess their first few episodes, they didn't think the sound quality wasn't very good. Okay. So they decided to get in a closet. <laughs> they called it a cupboard, but I'm assuming oh, it's a closet. yeah. And uh, to see if it would sound better in an enclosed space, and they locked themselves in there. Shut the fuck Someone up. Someone had taken the little knob from the inside out. Oh my God. So they were stuck in there. All they had was their laptop and their microphones. Oh my gosh. They didn't have their fo- their phones. They didn't have anything else. Oh my gosh. And hilarious. it was hilarious. <laughs> Luckily, I think they must have emailed somebody. Oh my god. To come gosh. and get them because oh they were god. waiting for him to get there. Yeah. And they're like, we might as well do something <laughs> while we're in here. Oh and they were talking about how hot it was. And 
Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> What's it called? Red handed? Yeah. Have to give that a shot. Yeah. That's funny. It was pretty good. It sounds like us, though, trying different things yeah. like that to yeah. try and get better sound quality. Exactly. <laughs> like, we really don't know what the fuck we're doing, but we'll try this. Yep. That's what it reminded me of us. <laughs> I'll have to try that. 